0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. This is The Fix. Oh, well. With myself, the fat lad, Neil Pickup. And I'm joined, as always, by Ryan, blue Bowen, Raymond Lipins. It is on, guys. I like you. you've, uh, you've adapted the pose down there. Uh, I've been going into the, the bit of, bit of Kings. So a little bit of Kings move there, just to show that versatility. Do you think you'll ever coach the Kings? He's like
1: But like every time my arm rustle now I get tired. I just yeah. take a dive and I'm like I
0: it, can relax here. <laughs> it's interesting on that last show, it's probably a good place to pick up in some but we finished the last show, I seem to recall, by talking about um, the man Cadaret. And the fact that the dead press is in some respects maybe less accessible for the average guy than the King's move. Maybe. How many guys are good at Kings? How many guys are good at Dead Press? Just, I, I was, I think, like, just quick, sorry. <laughs> like,
1: uh, last year, I think it was last year, I was in Italy for, uh, for super matches. Uh, and uh, we were sitting in our room together with Raymond Santonovic and we're just watching, like, YouTube videos. And just pops up World Armistice League. Todd versus Jerry, like the first match. And mm-hmm. we're like sitting there and I didn't really appreciate the match the first time I saw it. I, I remember I watched it the like the whole and then I watched some episodes. But we were sitting there and just like I'm like thinking like these are the two of the worst techniques that you wanna be on receiving end. It's like I don't wanna arm wrestle any of those guys and they're just like and we know how it's gonna go. You know how it's gonna go. And the second time it was no disappointments there. And it's like ah, and it's like we said, it's such a hard move, both of them, that the just a few people you can count on on one arm, how many people can do it super successfully in the world.
0: And they're both meeting on table. I'm like, oh ah, this is this is crazy. So, two two so. real warriors in that respect. I mean, both of those guys. Forget the styles, you know, I mean... Don't
1: care, they just don't just care. A, they just go Oh on. my
0: God. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Michael, before he got into Kings at all, was known for that. I mean, oh, you yeah. got, for those of you out there, guys, yeah. that haven't seen the match, the old NAL match with Michael Todd versus Ron Bath, go check that out. If you've seen that and you want another one, go check out Arm Wars Deep Water, where Michael Todd pulled Marcio Barbosa. That'll show you what he's My, about.
1: Michael Michael whole career is not giving f about anything. He's just like he just want to win. He just pull. He doesn't care. You are gonna rip his arm off, break his arm off. He's like, f it. He would just go at it. So oh yeah, people don't appreciate that fact about him. They they just see they don't like the move and they're like, ah, the man is a beast in oh, in that sense question, without I mean, any I, doubt.
0: I'm no. doing a I'm doing a um, a, a full career expo say on Michael where we're gonna walk through Michael from the year dot to now. Um I think it'll be fascinating guys that'll be coming to uh, to this channel real soon. But <laughs> joking aside and um Michael Todd you say about him not giving a toss about what happens to him the the day he broke his arm at triple at XL in London, the night before I had him in an interview right and he'd already damaged his, his arm badly in a match that I had with him in, in Mallorca on the left arm. And I, believe me now, I could hear the dude's arm cracking and crunching in that match. And I thought, what the hell have you done to that? That was a mess. A month after that, he pulled Terence Opperman in London, destroyed it again, and smashed his arm up. He shows up at the at the Triple XL, and um, he's going against Wagner-Bortolato, who's as joint heavy as it gets. And Michael was in all kinds of trouble. And he said, you know what? He said, tomorrow, I'm going to jump in on this guy bone to bone. And he said, and if my arm breaks, it breaks. He said, one or two things are going to happen. Either I'm going to pin him and take his soul, take his heart, because he won't expect that, or my arm's going to snap. One of those two things or is going to happen, and tomorrow we'll find out which. And yeah. he said that to me, and you can think to yourself, oh yeah, he's just talking rubbish. He Do did it. <laughs> he <went at> it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <clears throat> you know, he said, I'm going to do it, regardless. That's going to happen. When we'd finished that interview, we were walking back to the rooms, and I said to him, mate, you do know your arm's in bad shape, man. You do that, it could just be. And he said, yeah, I don't know. He said, it's on, though. Then this is the my favourite thing about the whole scenario, right? Mike did it. He Bust his arm, his arm snaps. And literally the, the arena we had like two or three thousand people there because they were watching. We had a strongman gig on at the same time at the Seni Combat. And um Michael has just just about settled his thoughts and he's getting ready to, to walk him out of the arena and take him to, to hospital. And um he comes up to the mic as everybody's giving him a round of applause and he says, Before it snapped, I was in it though. <laughs> <laughs> Literally seconds after the man's arm oh, broke,
2: God. what he says, yeah. and I thought, well, I'll tell you no what—no
1: F's ever, no F.
0: We're
2: Tells you a lot about his character, doesn't it? No a worry I, I I always think that Michael has copped a bad rap uh, unnecessarily. Like I, I don't think there is a more uh, an armistice has received more hate than Michael historically, no. um, and and I I, I I personally I personally don't. I think that the average YouTube arm wrestling fan, when I say fan, I'm talking about the people who haven't actually participated in the sport, I don't think they understand the Kings move at all. They think it's a, an arm bar that is just a choice that is unbeatable if you go there. Um, there's, there's so much more soft tissue involved than people realize, and strength required to even get there. Um, and Michael Michael, <laughs> Michael, copped the brunt of that for. For a decade or whatever now, and um, it's, it's it's interesting to watch him evolve too because he's he's I think his arm is tightening up even more, and he's now I wouldn't even call him he, he doesn't go below the table anymore. He's he's more like George Zakowitz now, and he's a he's an open arm top roller that stays upright. And um, Devin's more likely the one that's below the table, if anyone.
0: <laughs> M- Michael is definitely the cleaner king's mover, and the more. He is definitely, uh, he's very, very very specific in what he does. He knows exactly what he's doing. And by that, I mean the fact that going into matches, he's preparing for how the match is going to evolve. I mean, I know I've said it before, but he was very, very aware of how the match with Devon was going to go. And he told me exactly how it would go round by round the night before. And it played out. So he's not just thinking about the movement. He's thinking about, okay, this is going to happen at that time. This is going to happen at that time. I'm going to do this. It's going to have that effect on my opponent. Then I'll move to this. Then I'll be able to engage my shoulder more in the next round. He he, he really thinking those those elements through. You know, he's a very 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 deeply thinking arm wrestler. I know he takes a, he does take an enormous amount of abuse, um, and and he's very reactive and very emotional. So I think people. Um, take a rise out of Mike as a result of that because they see that he, they get a bite on him because he's the most sort of um, heart-on-his-sleeve individual you could possibly have out there, with the possible exception of Rod Bidgett Jr., who's also cut from a similar cloth. <laughs> yeah.
2: you know? I think Rob's worth, I think Rob's worth. just Michael Michael's <laughs> been up there in life a little bit longer. Um, yeah. Hey, uh, Neil, can you think of someone um, that has forced Michael Todd in, into a hook? Someone who has forced him into a hook. Yeah.
0: Uh, I know that
2: Michael's... Kingsmore
1: Michael. Michael.
2: Yeah, you're talking about move, Michael. Yeah, move, Michael. Has anyone (laughs) forced him in?
0: I know he's ended up in a hook with John Brazink at the UAL. Um, But that was a
2: choice
0: for him. I think so. Yeah, I think it was more more a choice for Mike. Uh, I still don't believe Mike got pinned that day either so that was a, a controversial pin i genuinely yeah. do not believe and I, I had a really really good view of that I was like right on it and I don't think that was a pin i think that was a lot down to there was a lot of um a lot of people in the crowd who wanted to see mike lose that day a lot of people yeah. and um I think that was a result there was a there's a number of factors at play that day that was just one of them and um, that's not to take anything away from John <clears throat> John mayer won anyway you know but that,
2: that that pin I don't know
0: but know um, that, could know anybody it, put him in a hook maybe,
2: maybe. I know that at 5 504 last year when John was in the, in my corner at WAL he said he um, shook Michael's hand just in the in the lobby and he said to me afterwards he went ah, you know I felt Michael's hand and he's like I, I think I can still beat him <laughs> 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 yeah,
0: so. but I'll tell you what, John's great for that. We had we had him on the show the other day, and he was talking about Levan Sagenes really, and he yep. was the same with with Levon. He said, "You know, oh, so with him; it's not, it ain't so bad." <laughs> That's awesome, isn't it yeah. You gotta yeah. love that. Can you not love that? That's immense. <laughs> you know.
2: I guess but I guess if there's anyone anyone that can joke around like that, it's John. So. John's done but think he's that it's not no right. He's, he's not joking though. That's the thing. <laughs>
0: No 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 no, no he, he, you know but i think that part of the what made john john was that self belief to a degree as well and it's got to be you know you got to have that self belief where you think to yourself yeah i can do I'm it i'm the man
2: yeah.
0: Um, yeah how the hell could you not gain that you if you've won what that guy's won for that long so many times against the odds if you don't come out of that with a little bit of self belief you know, yeah. you, there's something wrong with you. You're gonna do it, aren't you? I mean, I would literally feel like I was the like a god amongst men if I was
2: ever that Does John, good, You know, John win top eight. Does John win top eight? Yes or no?
0: I think it a, a lot of that depends on depends on John, depends on the injuries. Um, because only John can know how bad his shoulder is. I think what I would say is if, if John could get past the injury. I think he will win top eight. Would it? Would a? Would a fit John be able to win top eight? Oh hell yeah, without easy. question.
1: Easy. Yeah. Yes. Not easy,
0: yeah. 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 Rel, yeah. Re- yeah. Re- I'm say sure, relatively, relatively easy. easy. Yeah, relatively because all the guys in there yeah. are they're not overly well rounded. All of them have problems. Certainly the two. Who's your favourite in there? Ongabayev? Yeah, yeah I would
1: go Ongabayev. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay, so if we, if we say it's on Gabayev, um, on we goodbye, saw, we saw what uh, did to him, we saw, yeah, yeah, compared just, with your oh, no. one trick pony, Kugali on goodbye, an animal in a certain position, but there's very, very few people that John Brazink could not hook, yeah, if he wanted that a fit yeah. John Brazink. Can he become a fit John Brazil again? I don't know. Is he committed enough to be a fit John Brazil again? <clears throat> I don't know. I mean, everybody's saying that, you know, oh, the lockdown's great because it'll give him more time. And there's always that possibility. <laughs> but the funny thing is, John's not necessarily the most committed individual in the world at this stage of his career. He's just, he's only come back to do it because it yeah. was a bit of fun. You know, he's not, he's, he's definitely not that young, hungry guy that's chasing the win. He, he just, that's not, it's just not an accurate reflection of the man. It's not where well, he is.
2: Uh, as you know, I was in I was at John's place in uh, early February um, this year, and John was the the previous time I'd seen John before that was uh, June uh, the year before, and John went from the the June version of John looked like a, a retired man who enjoyed his beer. Um, the the February version of John, I, I, I saw him take his shirt off. And I'm like, holy, what have you done, John? The man mm-hmm. had six-pack. The man looked ripped. His pecs were, were looking solid. Everything about him. I was like, gee, John, John when John decides to get in shape, John gets in shape. Um, mm-hmm. And so I, 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 I'm a believer. And, and, I, and I did compare John, because I know that I'd progressed a lot in the year. And I was very yeah. keen to, to measure up against John. And he still felt impossible. Totally impossible, and I was like, "Well, with all the progression I've had in a year, John still makes me feel like a little girl out of straps." And in straps, if he wants to stop me, he he really can just pin me if he really wants to. Mm-hmm. Um, but so, so, I think he can get back into shape. I think he can, and um, I think he's been arm wrestling without his side pressure and without his shoulder being healthy for a long time. So I think I think he's all right. I, I think I it'd be good.
0: In- it'd be nice to see if he if he got. <clears throat> If he got a win and he got a little bit of a bug back, mm. you know, if he got a win in the, if he could do something with David, and he gets, a, and he gets, a, Oh, actually, you know, I enjoyed that, and, and I have come through it, and my shoulder feels okay. Ah, oh, screw it, let's dedicate a little, little bit of time, let's go for it, and he gets. <clears throat> that's interesting.
1: With with David, I would say, uh, can his shoulder hold him? Because we know how uh, that he can arm muscles. He will go inside, mm. uh, and I think John will meet him with his hand. The problem is, can his shoulder hold his arm, all that power? And that, that for me, will be the first. After that match, I will say either John going to win or not, it, depending on win, lose, and how he looks. Because we, and, and it's like, an
0: acid test as well, because like you oh, said, yeah. David's had that prior experience oh, yeah, of yeah. John, and he's going to go, David's got everything. He's got nothing to lose, really, has he? No, no I mean, he will go inside like crazy. Oh, hard. Press, yeah, Dude's hard. coming hard. Yeah. yeah. You know? In a, in, a, you, in a position that's really going to test that shoulder,
2: like you say. Do you, do you see John just meeting him in the hook? Or do you see John trying to stop rolling?
1: I will say he will he will take the hand control and over his back pressure try to beat him. If he stops him, later rounds he will beat him in hook. That's, that's what John does. He will just, okay, I will beat you there too. But I would say he will take away his power on the start. He will try at least to do it, and the the question is, can his shoulder hold? Because his hand is, I, I saw the videos where his arm is like you and the guys, and he looks so much stronger than when we were there. And it's mm. it's it's gonna hold. The arm is gonna hold, but will the shoulder hold? So that's why I said all he needs some healthy uh, training, you know, mm. healthy training. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
2: You know, I don't. I, uh, I I think John and his shoulder. Um, like I get any time I've made a video, I'm wrestling with John, and, uh, and it's evident that he has a sore shoulder. I get 500 comments on YouTube of people recommending some form of treatment to John, and um and, and, and I, it's interesting when you when you talk about that with John and say, have you tried all these things? Like, well, like what what is what has been your path that you've walked, John? I, I know I can't help but feel like John has been very. Um, John's never been patient with any soft tissue therapist ever. <laughs> he, he gives them two or three weeks and, and they're, they're not, not, nothing's changing. It costs too much. I honestly think that there needs to be a soft tissue therapist out there that will just for free go and fix John. And if you fix John as a soft tissue therapist, you can't have what that another. many people. Yeah. <clears throat> what an ad. If you can fix it, Cause honestly, I don't know Like when I'm no soft tissue therapist, but, when John describes his shoulder pain to me, it sounds like something that's very fixed. It really does. I'm surprised it's never been fixed. And if a, if a John, if John has done everything he's ever done with a bad shoulder, I can't imagine how much more dominant he'd be all of a sudden if his shoulder was. Fixed. Oh, mate! When John's oh, yeah. shoulder was
0: fine, back in the day, Jesus! <laughs> I mean, honestly, yeah. wow. You needed to be there. (laughs) (laughs) It was like, how was that even possible? You know, how he felt so intimidating on the just one of those guys, weird guy. Never took anything from you on the setup, but you just knew it was just like, oh god, there's no, you know, there's just there's nowhere.
2: Yeah. yeah, there's nowhere. I, I, I remember the, that feeling. The first time I ever had that feeling like that was, um, I'd been, what was it 2015? I went to WAP World for the first time, and I, I just drew a Russian. I didn't know who the Russian was. I can't <laughs> remember, that. but I'm like. I had that feeling in the setup. He let me get any position, but I just knew already. I'm like, oh, there's only one direction this is going. <laughs> when they say go. yeah. there, are no, there are no options
1: anywhere. <laughs> yeah. F- worst thing is when you feel super comfortable. You're like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. What's going to happen? You're like, do something. Make me feel something. They
0: give you everything. Yeah. And you're like,
1: no, 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 no. Yeah.
0: yeah. That's yeah. the worst.
2: It, that's it the worst. He's awesome. <laughs> I was a kid. Like Sorry, go on. I was going to say, can I tell you a story of, um, mm. at the WAP world, I, I um, my, my, as you guys know, my left arm is not special. Back in 2015, my left arm, was, you can imagine, really, really, really not special. Um, and I dreamt, I thought, well, I'm going to enter it anyway, just for experience. I was in the um, 80 kilo class, and I thought, well, if I could get any experience, I'd love to pull Oleg Zock. Uh, that'd be fun. Anyway, first round, Ryan Bowen, Oleg Zock. It's the dream game. Yeah, what you <laughs> wish for, aren't you? <laughs> and you, know, you know what I said to my mates? I said, I'm going to make him foul twice. I'm going <laughs> to beat him on foul." And, uh, and, to- and, I- and-, and all my mates were crowded around to watch this. And I even told uh, one of the, Zil Fadley, one of the refs who was on the side table, I told him, I'm going to make all Exotic foul twice. <laughs> and um, when this match got called, the crowd of people that came around to watch me attempt to make Ole <laughs> foul and all these bunch of referees come to watch and, and everything. And anyway, <laughs> Oleg only gets to the table gives me zero pressure. He's like, whatever, this is, you're not going to do anything to me, you skinny Australian. Anyway, um, and he just let go of me and just let me slip in the first round. He just did nothing and just let me slip. And I thought, oh, that's a very generous of you. Anyway, we're in straps and I and he's doing no load again. He's looking very nonchalant and. I, I went no load with him as well. Did absolutely nothing. Dead fish. And on the go, I just hit with back pressure and I lifted his elbow up. And sure enough, referee goes, elbow foul, Oleg's like, And I look out at the look out at my base at the crowd. They're going nuts. <laughs> and I'm like, it's on, it's on. that's walk down. And now I, I had the plan. I knew that I knew that after that first foul, Oleg's not gonna let me lift his elbow off the pad again. And he sure enough, I feel the big could squeeze, come down in the second <laughs> the second start. But the plan was this time I'm going to load like crazy up and I'm going to commit to a flop press right off the go. I'm just flop pressing Oleg Doc and I'm going to push him off the back of the pad. That was the goal. <laughs> anyway, ready go happens. And I just went straight at Oleg with with a flop press. And his elbow, when I pressed, went from center pad to right on the fucking back edge. <laughs> but- <laughs> <laughs> he kept it on and pinned and I was like, "Jesus!" I was, I was like, "Could you I'm imagine definitely. if I had to put, put an old leg oh, yeah. into the beach?" <laughs> it was a lot of fun, though. I tell you what, it was a lot of fun trying. <laughs> well, <laughs> and, and Oleg, I think I think Oleg would have lynched me out the back or something if I had it.
0: Yeah, slap you around or something. <laughs> Oleg's legs all legs great, though, not I mean, you gotta, you gotta love that lad and the fact it was yeah. lovely to see him get back into the sport the other day i really yeah. you know after what he's been through after the history that surrounds that 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 that, that event itself that tragic event so nice to see all back doing what he was clearly made to do and it'll be interesting to see if he can get back to where he was because he was on a path to oh
1: yeah
0: well would he have been the man possible He's certainly a, a remarkable he talent.
2: Far, he wasn't far off being D man, was he? No, he he, he was he, the he, best of he, he the, Butchka. the
1: way,
2: yeah. yeah. It mm-hmm. was him and Taplinko. That was Taplinkoff was gonna be the final frontier for him, really. Final to, loss, yeah.
0: To, yeah. I'd love yeah. to see how Spagent on, on form could have dealt with that guy. I would. Yeah. Because Travis's left arm, when Travis's left arm is ready, it's tough to be.
2: Well that was the thing, you know, um that mo- that season with Moldova and all that sort of stuff that was going on um I, I had a I had a good insight into it I got to travel there and 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 spent a lot of time with Travis in the build-up and, and and I can tell you that before the tragedy happened Travis was gearing up for a right arm against Pushkar left arm against Oleg that was what was being stirred up Yeah, and um, that would have, that would have that would have been phenomenal to see to see that, and it was going to be for big money on both uh, both occasions. Um, it is a pity that it was never possible, but you can only like that's a match that I feel like people in pubs can talk about forever as to what would have happened in those matches. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Who
0: for you? Who who for you is um, the most difficult obstacle for all the, on the left arm now? Because Dennis, obviously not the money was um, <clears throat> for, for, for medical reasons um, is there anybody else out there that you see as being as significant a block left-handed
1: 11 I would say because like when we talked with humans lottie he said his left is even better that's that's what he really? said. He's, yeah wow. he said like well, we said you're number one with right arm he said I feel so and but my left is much better wow. and he said they, they know, I, I don't have anyone to arm wrestle with. Because with left arm, I think he de- hasn't lost buff championship. With right arm, mm-hmm. no, we, we have yeah. seen him struggle. And again, he had these crazy matches with G'dan, Gennady. But you need to understand that Gennady is his uh, countryman. They know each other. If mm. if someone knows your weaknesses, that's him. So I would say Levin and Oleg, Right, this Levin that we have now, like, this Levin and Oleg that we had then, that would be a great match because they match up with arms and every advantage that that uh, Oleg has against anyone else, he would mm. have taken that away or evened it out. That's my opinion. I would still love to see him pull Vitali, but I think uh, Levin was so dominant versus Vitali. I think he's uh, crazy.
0: Yeah. yeah, I I, um, I think potentially on the right arm, the latin can, can be something very unique. Oh. I think he's a developing force. I really do. Um, a couple of years, some adjustment, and I think that's um, a very, very difficult man to beat. I really do. Oh, yeah.
1: Of course, it's this match showed us, like, uh, the last year, everyone is smarter. They know how to train. They're adjusting. And... We wanted to talk with Vitaly, but uh, he was so upset that we didn't do an interview. We just talked with him. He's like, I know what to do now. I know what to do. Just yeah. just let me. And the the craziest, like, uh, Dmitry Selayev. Like, when when they had a the draw in Ukraine, I was there. And I'm sitting talking with uh, Igor. And <laughs> Selayev is texting him, switch it up give me 11 right now give me 11 i will take 11 right now he was like just like just attacking igor to give him that match because he said he feels that 11 was exhausted he would beat him and i'm like mm. that's impressive that you want that match because most of the roster would like i would uh stay away from 11 i will leave him at the end you know but he you know that like, reminds me yeah. of don't you
2: yeah yeah
1: right, right. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what, there a question, that, from, question? from one of your 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 loyal subscribers saying that I was a what they call me? Oh ones yeah, ones? let me let me, <laughs> let me. <laughs> read that one. I like that. Question. Yeah, I'll
0: try and <laughs> it's, it's really good. This is from um, here we go. This is from Grass GRX. Um, I Neil love the show. Uh. I lost all respect for Ryan Bowen. Does that <laughs> TWAT really think that he can beat RVJ Justin Bishop? He's got you dialed here. If he if he thinks he can beat Herman Stevens <laughs> and that Herman Stevens is deluded and overrated, he is overrated times ten.
2: I love it. I love that sort of stuff. And, and the, the, um, the, the, the instant retort I have on that is that that exact perception of me has been in existence for, for a good few years, particularly when I've been chasing the North American crowd. And yet, I am eight wins in a row on my right arm in Supermatch. And every, just about every one of my, those eight Supermatches with a similar sort of feel and opinion in the build-up, so I'm glad that that still exists. I'm glad mm-hmm. that still exists. That they're the matches I love. Nothing better than taking on someone that everyone thinks you can't beat.
0: He goes on to say, "Does Ryan actually <laughs> believe? <laughs> yeah, does he actually believe that he can beat these guys, or do are you just trying to talk yourself into a match? Now that's something we discussed, and and our, and, our, and I know that." You're not shy of getting a match, and I know that. That's very. You're very conscious of that, mate. You're very conscious of the fact that if you talk it up, if you, you you'll talk yourself into a match.
2: Yeah. It, 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 it is very easy to talk yourself into a match. Um, but that's not the reason I, I call out these guys. These guys, I look, I, I believe it's inevitable. And when I say inevitable, I'm talking about me defeating them. It'll it's inevitable. Um, the timeline. The timeline i can't be certain of but it, it's inevitable i just i i'm i and i say that because i love the sport more for longer and i have more opportunity to train effectively um i'm blessed that i get to call this a career i literally wake up think about arm wrestling train arm wrestling think about arm wrestling train arm wrestling travel to people that are way better than me feel their their experience learn from it take their advice keep and that, that's a process that that is a very privileged, lucky, blessed court, whatever you want. Um, and I'm not going to stop barring injury. So might be five years, might be 10 years, but in 10 years' time, who would you want to bet on? The guy who gets to do all that traveling and all that experience or Rob Vigin? I know where my money is. <laughs> Did you just call that no. <laughs> not satisfied with the Stevens. He's
0: moved like, like, to Rob again.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, he did yeah, address Rob. Rob is the, Rob was the, the creepy, that pile. Um, but
1: I, th- I, I think we just need to bring the Justin, Rob Herman, and you would beat them all in the same line. Just one day. Just don't waste <laughs> your day. time. Yeah. One just day. one day. <laughs> just all of them in a row. Just like, because uh, BML as well. <laughs> BML,
2: <yeah>. Joking, joking, <laughs> joking aside, I actually want to know your opinions on, on that. Like, not taking away me if, if you didn't know me if, if it was just a guy here now who trains as much as the standard arm wrestler does versus mm-hmm. a guy who's here at the moment but gets to train and travel double what this guy does how long does it take for this guy to go past this guy?
1: no, no just let's let's uh let's use you <laughs> we don't know you we, we don't have to use hypothetical guys we can use you <laughs> uh you've been improving very fast like you said you're ready dedicated and everything else but i would say you need more competition just super matches are great they build careers but you can run past five guys in a tournament so tournament is different you you just uh, it's uh, you don't really know what's going to happen you you cannot prepare and build a scenario for 12 15 20 guys you know so you can build your legend very fast if you come out the tournament on top but just like even even now you're you're focusing more on usa side i say bring something to europe because you know it's a different arm and this is
2: this is
1: this is another thing that
0: before we move on just wait a minute i've got something i want to ask you
1: (laughs) because it's not be European- a <laughs> Because <Of course> European. <laughs> okay, answer go. Me, answer me this question. Okay, let's go.
0: I'm going to say some names, you say whether they can beat Rainbow. <laughs> okay.
1: Right now today. <coughs> give me, give me, give me those names. Yeah. You ready? Yeah. BLM. I don't know. I don't think so. No. No. I, I think I think you can have it. Yeah. It's
0: one for Ryan. Herman Stevens.
1: Not today, with that shoulder or whatever injury he has. <laughs> no. That's so, two. That's
0: two. A two. It's two for Ryan.
1: Two for Ryan.
0: <laughs> Justin Bishop.
1: Uh, depends how many rounds. If <laughs> if it's if it's three rounds, Justin, I would <laughs> say Justin. If it's six rounds.
0: Three for Ryan. <laughs> <coughs> Robert Junior.
2: Rob. Yeah, that was that one for sure.
0: <laughs> Let me tell you now. Nothing is going to make Robert Junior happy than that that last statement. <laughs> so that, what have we got like
2: that? That's hey, like
0: 3 four one
2: near, three one three one. Are we? Am I allowed to let out a little bit of inside information? Um, oh,
0: yeah, because we finished yet. don't
2: think <laughs> it's okay. over. <laughs> okay.
0: Danny Tesh.
2: Oh, whoa. <laughs> now,
0: let's not be silly.
1: <laughs> I, I would say Danny, Danny Tesh. Yeah, I would say Danny Tesh. Now. Yeah.
2: Oh, Danny, I, Danny. I, I,
1: I, don't, I don't know where he's at. And, and you said he's basically retired yeah. a little bit, so.
0: Who? Mm. He's in heaven. <laughs> where the, where heaven. The gods I, I didn't hear that. <sighs> it's where the gods be up, mate. He's in heaven. Oh it's, uh... <laughs> yeah. A- Angel. He so, you, so you reckon that outside of the and R V J that he smacks everybody else? Yes. Sorry, I have to get the door. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Well, you know what? That's perfect the time because we're going to leave it on that cliffhanger as Coach Ray jogs to the wherever he's gone. We will be back with you in the very next episode, ladies and gentlemen. Let's leave it on that incredible cliffhanger where the Ginger Ninja, no, as okay, apparently okay, in the I'm opinion back. of Coach Ray, wins the majority of those matches. So, So we can pick this up in the next episode accurately. Okay, and we can leave this thing so that people are going to talk about it.
1: But (coughs) stop, stop. I said Justin would beat him in three rounds.
2: (laughs) But we know WAL's best of five, so.
1: Yes, he just need three. I I would just think if you stop him.
0: So
2: you've got got Justin
0: going one, two, three. Yeah. So he wins, basically, Uh, in a five-rounder. Okay. If, if, if it's I, got, six I
2: before we go, Neil, before we go, I want to let you in on the inside information, which I believe you already know, Neil. Um, but but this will be this might shock the arm wrestling world. But I received a screenshot once upon a time, about maybe two months ago, um, from from someone someone very prominent in the arm wrestling world <laughs> from Canada. <Okay>. That uh, <laughs> That said fifty bucks, Ryan Bluebone, the person to take the hammer off RBJ. And it was sent to you. Yeah. You know. mm-hmm. And you So like oh, you uh, you
0: asked me I'm
2: just, whether just I think pres- you can beat Robert just, Jr. To, no, I know, I know, I saw <laughs> the response that you gave to that that text message too. <laughs> I don't and, think you can beat Robert G. Jr. Not, not yet, not yet. Not yet, no no. I wouldn't I don't think for a moment that I could beat Rob Vision Jr. right now. I saw him do his strict curl. I, I, I can understand he would feel like like Lachlan Adair. feels in, in arm I, power. I think that's I,
0: I think Rob smacks the sh out of Lachlan Adair right now. Really? Yeah, really. Think. With ease. <laughs> With ease. How how? Different level, different level of experience, yeah. different level of tools, different level of arm wrestler, honestly. And that's no disrespect to Lachlan. Lachlan, Lachlan, no.
2: You saw what he did to, to Zambalat? Mm-hmm. And you still S- think, Rob. Styles like. make matches. Uh, uh, yeah, I 100, Ray.
1: Z- Zambalat, ev- even though that was great, that was that, that was how Zambalat was arm wrestling. He, I, he, I, I he r- didn't r- plan push anyway. He would just get in. Yeah. And do the same with everyone else.
0: Junior? So. Different, dude. Different.
2: different. Trust me, different, well, dude.
0: That's one of the if, chosen ones if right that,
1: now.
2: If, 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 if Arm Wars <laughs> ever pops back up, make that one of your openings. <laughs> RBJ, lock them a deck. One of your openings. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
0: Guys, if you like what we do, then do like it. Share it. Subscribe it. <laughs> And we'll see you in the next show. Till then, ladies and gentlemen. thank <sighs> oh. <Sega>. you. <laughs>